Okay, so welcome to Beloved, everyone who's logging. Um, today I'm in Himachal. I'm in a place called Mashobra, and uh, we're having a Wednesday Bible study. Uh, so I, I asked you guys uh, <clears throat> to message me if there's something in specific that you want me to share today. And so some of you all did message me. So before I share on that, uh, uh, you know, it's been such an amazing time uh, having ministry, uh, just um, bringing the word of the sun alive. Uh, okay, Jesus always said that my sheep hear my voice and uh, you're just quickening it. And Jesus always said that my words are spirit and they are life. So when a son is speaking, when a son is speaking, when the father is speaking, the son will always respond. There's something that you say that you latch on and people will just hear. And that's why when Jesus said, come, Peter just threw his net and he just followed. Uh, I'm adding people in as well <clears throat> as I'm speaking. So uh, it's just been an amazing time. Uh, it's, um, it's been so amazing that I've been sharing in Hindi and certain words in Hindi, uh, I feel now that it's easier for if I share them in Hindi that someone in English is going to understand them, okay? So uh, the word is the same that I've been speaking in every meeting. But even as I started speaking in one meeting and I started going ahead, I realized that those certain words just became more easier. Okay, so I was sharing with David, I was sharing with Rahul, and uh, I kept saying here that hum swarg jat ke hai. Manushya jat nahi hai, swarg jat. That means born from above. So each one of you, so someone said, what is the, someone messaged me today and said, can you take on the foundational teachings? And I will, the foundational teachings, what are the foundational teachings, okay? So I want us to open, open with me to, he, uh, to Hebrews. And I'm just going to read that and then... Uh, We've already shared a lot on Beloved. If you go on the Beloved YouTube channel, then you, if you hear on righteousness, those are all the foundational teachings. But I want to take that verse. Uh, and then I, I, I'll share the simplicity of what, what is the foundational truth and what, what you and I need to be rooted in. Okay, so let's read uh, Hebrews chapter 6. I'm reading chapter 6. For those who don't have their Bibles, just hear me. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. It says, not laying again the foundation. Now see this. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. It doesn't say works. It says repentance from dead works. Okay. And of faith towards God. And of faith towards God. Okay. This is foundational stuff. And he's saying, let's not go back. Because right now, what you and I are living by is his faith in us. You died. It's all Christ in us. Okay. Uh, I remember telling, I was sharing on the journey today. We were up in the mountains and I'm <clears throat> sharing with David and I was telling him how, uh, and I've shared this with beloved. Okay. Many years ago when Jesus told me, look up all the miracles that happen on the Sabbath, on the Sunday. And what do you see? What is different? And I remember seeing all the miracles on Sabbath and uh, there is no mention of faith. There is no mention of faith on any of the miracles that happen on Sabbath. And uh, Jesus was saying, and what is the difference between the miracles that did happen on the Sabbath and on Sunday? And I saw that, oh, everywhere Jesus says, great is your faith, great is your faith, your faith healed you. And he's mentioning faith. But all the miracles that happen on Sabbath, there's no mention of faith. Okay. And then Jesus said, now, the minute you came into the kingdom, the minute you got born again, the minute you have me as my father, he told me, now you've entered the Sabbath, you've entered the rest. 
And now, even as you rest, do you know that now that your whole life you're living by my faith? And literally as a son, our rest is that it's his faithfulness. The word faith in, he, in, in Greek actually means, one of the translations for it means fidelity. So do you know when, when I say marry, marry means two people, right? The word marry cannot exist without two people. It, the minute I say marry, you automatically know oh, marriage means, means two people. Marry means two people. So the same way in Greek, the word, the word faith means fidelity. Fide what is the meaning of fidelity you say in marriage? Oh, this one was infidel towards me. It means someone being loyal to you. So that so when God is saying, when, when we came into him, when the minute you received Jesus, right? And you knew that he's the one. You came into the kingdom. You've entered a rest. And now you're living off. I am living off. You are living off his faithfulness. And that is what, that, that is a rest. And so how can, and how did, how did, how was Jesus able to work all of these miracles on the Sabbath? Some of the greatest miracles happen on the Sabbath. The guy by the, by the pool who was lying down and he's been in that place for a long time. And then Jesus just says, get up and walk. Uh, the, the guy who was blind and then Jesus heals him. And all of these miracles happen on the Sabbath is because, do you know that on the Sabbath in the Old Testament, they couldn't walk. They just had to sit still. And even as they they sat still, Jesus could work perfectly through them. And so I've realized in my own life, all that the Holy Spirit tries to, to, to make me or to get me into is a place of rest. And the minute I come and begin to rest, Christ's faith, his faithfulness shows up in every situation. There have been so many times, and I'll, I'll give you an example. If you all have lying symptoms in your body, okay, stop fighting it. Learn to rest in your nature. Uh, maybe this Sunday or the coming Sunday, I'm going to take a teaching on nature. Nature is very different from authority. If I tell you that it's in your nature, that means you rest. A lion doesn't wake up every morning try, trying to grow out fur. Fur will just come out of him because it's in his nature. And so nature will make me rest. But authority might make me say, in Jesus' name, fur grow out, fur grow out. But nature is at a higher place where you're resting in who you are. Are you following? You are swarg jat, not manushya jat. You're born from above. And so I'm going to take a deeper teaching on nature. And you, you'll realize even as you're resting in who you are, you're coming just to a stillness that, do you know that the Holy Spirit is able to work perfectly in and through you? And that's why on the Sabbath, Jesus could work perfectly because they were not doing anything. They just had to hold still. And so now he was just going and performing all of these miracles. And that's what he said. He's saying, now Priya, you've entered the Sabbath. You've entered a rest. And that even as you're rested, I can work perfectly through you and in you. Because you died. It's all me in you. That's what it is. Okay. So what is the foundational teaching? It's not faith towards God. Now it's his faith in you. So my rest, my faith rests in his faithfulness to me. That's my rest. That all of the promises of Christ, he is faithful to me. I yes and amen. Even as I'm rested. Even as I'm rested. It's, uh, I, 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 in one of the churches I spoke this uh, uh, last Sunday, uh, it says that all of the promises of Christ in him are yes and in him amen. It's positional. And so even as you're taking that position of rest, all the promises are yes and amen. He is making sure that all of them are becoming yes and amen in us. Okay. So look at this. It says, 
don't lay the teachings again. Let us go on to perfection. That means there is something greater. Not laying again the foundation. And what is the foundation? Repentance from dead works. Not works, dead works. And faith towards God. Of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judge, judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good work of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to open shame. So people think that, oh, this is talking about someone who comes to faith and then goes away. No, no. In the Jewish time, this was people who were coming. They came to know that it's Jesus. It's not the lambs, the blood of bulls and goats. Now they came to an awareness that Christ is the one. And now they come into alignment and they were going back into their old ways, going back into the Jewish traditions. And here it's talking about that person. This is not for you and me. Okay, once saved is forever saved. You become a new creation. You can never lose your salvation. You're one with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so let us look at, uh, <clears throat> I want us to see what is, what is your rest? What is you, your and my rest? Okay, hear this. John 17. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may also, that your son also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And what is eternal life? What is eternal life? And this is eternal life, that they may experientially know you. In, in, in Greek, it actually means experientially. It means this is not just about me knowing him. This is about me in everything I'm experiencing my father. Experientially know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That's it. This is about a relationship between the father and son. I can't teach you this. I can't teach you relationship. Relationship is something that you have to encounter for yourself. And I do not want to steal by becoming a pastor and by drawing you to me, the relationship that the father wants to live out through you. Okay. I remember uh, this, this morning I got up. Okay. And I was reading this. Hear this, hear this word. Okay. It says in John, in John, it says, but as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become sons of God, children of God. To those who believe in his name. Now see this. Who were born, not of blood. That means you and I are not born of blood. Nor of the will of the flesh. Any man's imagination. Nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of man. But of the will of God. You and I are born of the will of God. Okay. So now I know that wherever I'm going, whoever came to Jesus, Jesus said, I am willing. But I told you, Jesus is the firstborn again among many brethren. Among many brethren. Okay? Like here, I'm, I'm finding it where I'm preaching. Okay? Like we came from one, people come from one religion. They come to another religion. And then they think Jesus is also another religion. And I'll just pray to Jesus like they were praying to the other idols. And so they're just praying to Jesus. And they forget that this is different because you came into a family. Jesus is just my brother. He's, he reminds me every time I look at him that I'm Swarajat. I come from above. That we were, we were created. We were sons and we fell. And then creation started ruling over us. 
and now we've come back into a position and so he's the first born again he came to redeem me to redeem me back into the same position so when i look at him i'm just looking at who i am so he is the first born again but of many brethren that means i'm just like him there's no difference like superman just gave birth to many supermans so people who look at superman look like oh he's some different species they start worshiping him but if superman sits at the table with many other superman his whole family they just they are fellowshipping with each other because they are of the same species same family are you following me and so what is happening even as you're hearing you're waking up not to who you're becoming you're waking up to who you and i already are so i came to know and i've been meditating on this and i am the perfect will of god i am born it says of the will of god so jesus said i am the will of god i'm willing so now even as i had it in my desire something happened in the last two days and i had to cut short my trip and i may have had to get on a flight tomorrow and come okay and i was just telling uh david and i was telling rahul i said you know i really wanted to go to manali and i want to do these things and even as the sun desires it everything changed in one day and everything aligned to my will and then i just wake up and i realize it was not even i'm praying do you know that is who you are and even as you you decided what you wanted and i wanted to really go and this was my plan everything shifted to to the plan of the sun you are the perfect will of god now first you believe who you are and then your experiences will follow who you are i was sharing on sunday you know uh, a lot of people bring in their experiences anubhav i'm learning also the hindu hindi words they bring in their experiences anubhav laate hain and then they change the word of god to their experiences because they don't have the word so i remember sharing i said i had two testimonies in one my father got cancer and then but i you never hear me share that maybe now once and once before but i shared it at the church i said because it did not match my word because psalm 91 says no evil will touch my family but even as uh, that time my, uh, you know my dad had that cancer and i came back and everything and then uh, he came in my dreams and said uh, you know i no, no more want to live and i want to go and then uh, you know things happen and everything and that's uh, that's fine but when that same thing came knocking on my mother i said we are in psalm 91 this cancer report is wrong and then even as we rested we didn't do anything no prayer request nothing i just believe i stood on the word and i said no psalm 91 says nothing will touch i am a son so is she and then one week later everything changed the report comes negative now the word and my experience match now i'm sharing that so people they they they, they i think god gets ba- a bad name sometimes because people just share their experiences and some of their experiences don't match the word and so i will not share it if it doesn't match the word even if it happened in my life because i am not here to share out of out of my experience i'm here to share the word and even as you take on that word after that your experiences will start matching that word so what did i do i started i started believing that i yeah i am the will of god i am the will of god and this is not i'm waking up and saying i'm the will i'm the will i'm the will jesus doesn't get up and say i'm the son i'm the son i'm the son he's not doing that right he is the son he knows he is the son so every day what am i doing i am just reading who i am and do you know that my ministry or whatever i'm doing is an overflow of just my own personal relationship with him that's what it's supposed to be because i'm supposed to just see who i am and so even as this happened i'm seeing everything is aligning to my desire 
and everything happened just the way it is and this is not the first time it's happened it's happened many times where i have built something i've thought something i'm not even speaking it but even as i'm very sure like this is this is what i want that's it and i just rest in it now i'm not trying to change it but i just it's just there and then suddenly i've realized everything is is shifting to my will and everything happened the way i wanted it and now i can be with leisure here and do it, everything that i want okay because you are born of the will of god first you believe who you are that's it and now suddenly you'll believe i'm the will and now suddenly it doesn't look like it's happening no but you don't let the experience change the truth you still hold on to the truth you rest in it because the truth is the truth that means truth means it's got nothing to do with anything external jesus didn't say i am the truth because he just said i am the truth i am the light that's it i am the truth so now you say i am the perfect will of the father the son is the perfect will of the father start believing that i am the perfect will of god now you will see start seeing even as you're starting believing this truth you will start noticing certain things you you, you notice those things happening around you okay i remember i remember a long story maybe i've shared this maybe there are new people so i share again i remember again once hearing some people know this but i i share it okay because there are new people here listening uh, i heard somebody share a testimony saying that uh, and it was a testimony and they shared that i did not get what i wanted and uh, god gave me something that i didn't want and it's it's a testimony and how that uh, through this god taught her something and things like that and everything so i'm going home thinking but the word says if a son asks for bread you will not give him a stone if he asks for fish you will not give him a serpent and so you are the father who gives them what they want you are the father who gives them the desires of their heart because now for a son it's not his desire my desire if you realize for a son you died it's all him in you they are his desires because he gave you one heart not two heart and he is writing also for a son it will be inside out for a son trust me you're not looking for a sign sons don't look for signs the world looks for signs jesus said the perverse world generation looks for signs the son is the sign so and jesus any time an audible voice came he saying this voice is not come for me this is come for you you rest that it's all christ in you that he is working inside out if, if he wants you to get an iphone he might give you a desire to get an iphone that's how he will work inside out and so i remember even as she shared this testimony with it was a testimony but and at that point uh, certain things started happening okay i was hearing these things i was in a in in a in a different church that time beloved wasn't there and uh, i heard these things and i was like but it's not matching the word now she shared this testimony but it's not matching the word so i go home and it was christmas time and this friend of mine brings two gifts and uh, a gift for my friend and one gift for me so i opened my gift and guys i hated my gift i did not like my gift at all and then my friend opened her gift and i loved her gift it was this amazing blue box that i looked at it and i was like my god i said if anyone knows me i love these old type of vintage looking box and my friend got that box and now this friend who gave me this gift says that god led her now that's even worse because now i'm thinking that oh god's trying to teach me like okay maybe i'm like this okay so i take this gift i keep it and i say okay jesus maybe you're trying to teach me something this person shared this testimony in the morning that you don't give them what they want now i'm getting something that i don't want i maybe you're trying to show me something new i don't know okay so i'm i'm still saying okay fine you want me to have this fine now i go to my friend's house now she has kept this box this blue box 
like some showpiece in her house that is gathering dust. Okay. Now I'm getting more irritated because I'm telling Jesus, I said, I said, don't you think it's in your best interest to give me the blue box? Because if you give me something that I love, at least in my life, it will be celebrated and not gather dust. Because in my friends, she doesn't even like it that much. She's just gathering dust. In my life, I would put things in it that I love. And see, I'm just processing this because I don't think this is his nature. Okay. Now I go, it's Christmas, past Christmas. I'm at my basin and I'm washing my face. My brother never gives me a gift. Like he'll give me one gift in five years. So my brother comes to me and says, Priya, I got you a Christmas gift and I forgot to pack it, but just imagine it packed. And so he puts this gift next to me and I'm washing my face at the basin. I remove the water uh, and then suddenly I see a bigger version of the same blue box. Now this blue box, you only got it in Fab India, nowhere else. The father led my son, uh, led Sandi to go get that same blue box and give it to me and listen, he did this whole illustration to tell me, you're right, I'm not like that. And now my experience matched the word. And he was trying to tell me, I don't care how many experiences people share with you. If they don't show the goodness of God, if they don't match the word, don't take it. Okay. And now, and so when I got that blue box, I opened it, I burst into tears. Okay. And my brother told me, you know, I gave you an iPad and you didn't cry. And this one blue box, that's maybe just 500 rupees, you're crying. I said, because you do not know what this blue box means. It means that he's a good father. He is the father who gives you the desires of your heart because he put them there in the first place. Now, I don't want to say what that sister said or that testimony, but if it doesn't match the word, if it doesn't match the goodness of my father or what he says, I'm not going to take it. Okay. A son knows he's a son rests in the sun and knows that it's all him in me if i like orange is because he likes orange so anything that separates you from the father makes you think that no he told me something and no i have to run after it that's that's not in the word so that that's why the, he works now inside out he'll give you the desire that's why i tell people if you have no desire for children don't get into kids ministry He's not going to tell you, go do kids ministry and give you no desire. He'll work inside out. You'll genuinely have a desire. As a son, there is no ministry. There's no full-time ministry. You can be in full-time, but for a son, do you know that it's just your life? That you're just a son wherever you are. And even as you're just going about, just being a son, just enjoying, the father celebrates the son, loves the son, is lavishing everything on the son. Even as you're just enjoying being a son, do you know that you're a life-giving spirit for those around you? That's how you're doing. That's how you're living your life as a son. I remember most of the people who are in Beloved today, they were just in my path. In my path. And they've all come in. And everyone that Jesus also came, Jesus said, you can't come to me unless the Father first draws you to me. So if I'm here, it's here for the glory of God. Because God wants to be glorified in some way. He's just going about and doing his own thing. And so for a son, you can be you can be working and you're doing ministry at the same time because there's no division. You're just being a son. I still remember I was, I was sharing with David. I said, I don't know how Beloved started. I, was, I found myself in Beloved. I remember going for a vacation to Spain. Before I know it, Joy had come, Pastor Joy here to Bombay. Suddenly it grew. And then, uh, you know, I found myself in like, oh, is it happening? And then it was New Year service, moved out to a hotel just for a New Year service. And then before you know it, every week, it was at the hotel. And, and that's how I knew like, oh, I'm leading a church. And it was, it was formed. 
So I was telling him I was caught in it because it's all Christ in you who's doing it. So I didn't go by planning. I was led into all things. And so uh, I didn't put my head to it. I just found myself leading beloved, beloved was formed and, and it just went on from there. And then even as we're doing ministry right now, all over, it's so amazing. The simplicity of what does it mean to be a son? You came into the kingdom. The minute you came into Christ, you got cut off from mankind. You're no more mankind. You're born from Swarg Jat. I keep saying here, Jat means what? It's your nature. Alag Jati hai. And your job and my job is to not forget in every situation that we are Swarg Jat, not Manushya Jat. And that's how you'll address your problems differently because Manushya Jat fights for everything. They're lower species. Swarg Jat knows where they come from, born from above, born from him. And your job and my job is to hold this position that it is finished. It's a rest. That's why we do things very differently. The father loves the son. He calls you his beloved. Okay. Uh, recently, I was, again, uh, someone shared something. I heard something, even a dream. If it doesn't align with the word, don't take it. So I was seeing something and I was like, um, I saw that I, I missed something or something was given away. And I said, father, is this you? What does this mean? And then he brought this verse to me. Jesus was risen again and he has given the son the preeminence among all. Do you know what preeminence means? That means the first. That means, suppose you go for a job. <clears throat> if there's anyone qualified to have a job, first to get it, it's you. Preeminence means the first of all. That means you should get the first position, first of anything. And so now he just showed me who I am. That Priya, you will get the, I will give you the, the quality, the first. If there's anyone that should have it, it should be you first. Because you're the son. And it, it's not something that I do. It's who you are. You're born from above. What is the basis of being a son? You're a son of his blood. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the foundation. That you are born. That means it's now a blood relationship. Once you know that it's got nothing to do with works. It's just by blood relationship. Are you understanding the simplicity of it? How many of you have your children and you know that you'll give everything to that child? just because he came from your womb. That's it. Born from him. So born from him. So son of God is what? God only, no? God kind. Gods. That's why son of a lion would be lion. All would be lions. Son of a tiger, all would be tigers. So son of God, all would be gods. His nature. That means it talks about nature coming in. So now you rest in, my rest is that it's in my nature. It's in my nature that I can't lose anything. Even if I don't want it, I'll get it back. Then what I do with it, it's another thing. It's, it's in your nature. It's in your nature that now death is not in your nature. It's under your feet. It's in your nature. It's in your nature to be patient. It's in your nature. Self-control is your nature. It's in my nature that anything that I do is going to be prosperous. Because it's not something I do. It's who I am. What is the opposite of prosperity? Lack, death, right? But now Jesus died for it all. So it's in your nature. That means anything that you do has life. That means anything that you do does not have any part of death in it. It's such a rest when you understand it's your nature. It gives you, you don't have to work towards your nature. It's who you are. It's a rest. It's a life of rest. And so I was, I was telling them, I, you know, like really my rest is that genuinely, my rest is that I rest in his faithfulness towards me. 
and I've seen it. Sometimes I feel like I'm looking at me and like where I didn't even believe in them. And how do those things come back to me? Like I've, I've lost so many things. Sometimes I don't even know I've lost them. I come to know that I lost them when I found them. Then they came back to me. That, oh, this was lost. And then I realize it's apart because I didn't use my faith. I didn't do anything. I was not even praying. Now I rest in because it's who I am. It's not in the nat nature of the sun to lose anything. That's what I mean by nature. You rest. It's, and then I realized that everything about my life, your rest and my rest is that we are no more orphans. We've come back into a kingdom where there is a father and your father is governing everything about your life. Your whole life is a finished work. I was reading by Jesus. This is not once. This is two, three times it's mentioned where he's preaching in the synagogues. He's going on telling the Pharisees everything. And then it says, they could not lay a hand on him because his time had not yet come. Then again, somebody is going and doing something. And then it says, they could, could not lay a hand on him because his, his time had not yet come. Then he's standing in front of Pontius Pilate. Oh, I have all authority. Oh, you have no authority over me unless it's been given to you. He is living in such a rest. Then he tells all the angels, uh, Peter goes and slays the, the guys here. And then Jesus tells Peter, don't you know that if I call right now, the whole heaven will be fighting not for me to give up, not to be given here, that all the angels are there. You and I are not alone. The whole kingdom is on our behalf. You and I are not alone. A son, don't ever think you're a son, but you're an orphan son. You can sometimes get the spirit of an orphan, like, oh, now if I don't know anything, it's nothing's going to happen. No, no, no. You're my, and my rest is that now it's him who lives in me. And if he is living in you, you can just relax because you died. It's all Christ in you. And so it's the problem that you're facing. Don't think it's you. <laughs> you get scared because it's, you still look at yourself in the flesh and you think you are addressing it. It's not you. It's Christ who's addressing it. And Christ addresses things very differently. He doesn't run. He's still. Christ knows that he has a father. That it's all the father working in him and through him. Don't ever think that you're alone. Our biggest rest, your rest and my rest is that we are fathered sons. That's what it means to be beloved. The word beloved will not make sense unless you have a father. So a son gives, the father gets his identity from the son because without the son, there is no father. How many of you became a mother when you got a child? So the child gave you your identity of a mother. So the, the, the father gets his identity from the son and the father's greatest pride is that the son comes to him in all things. That's why go to him first. And how do you know you're a son is don't forsake your privilege that you have with the father. That I take all things to my father first and then I wait. And that's how your relationship is cultivated. And so what is the essence of being born again? No, you just got to meet, you came back, to, you came back home to your father and now you enjoy that relationship. And if you're always codependent on the father, he will take you in your own journey, however it is. Maybe long, maybe short. He knows where you are and he takes, but your dependency is completely on him. It's not on Manushya. That means it's not on man. It's on the father. And so in that, you'll always, the sun will always shine out. The simplicity. I remember like, I, you know, David, when you see, imagine God chosen to be the king of Israel. But this guy was like a shepherd boy in maybe in like the green pastures, everything on his own, just has a very simple relationship. But what do you see in his life is just dependency of going to him. 
And that's why when he has Goliath in front of him, he can take it down because what he has is just personal relationship. How do I, how sometimes do I see one son from another? Just, I just see who has a personal relationship. They, they may not know scriptures, but all I see sometimes is just personal relationship is so strong. And I know that this person is a son. So my definition for a son, a son is the one who hangs out with his father and the one who's hanging out with the pastor and a lot of bunch of people may not be a son, doesn't know, may know all scriptures, but has no personal relationship, is walking not like a son, he's walking like a disciple. The simplicity of son is just, you are just, your relationship with the father is so simple. Someone asked me recently, why don't you don't say, you don't, when people ask you for prayer, you don't pray and all. I said, yeah, I don't want to take away the father's joy, the father's pride. Go to him first. I'm not Mother Mary. Don't come to me with all your prayer requests. Go to the father first. Okay. So I said, it's like, it's like me giving you a first-hand car, a new car versus a used car, second-hand car. And then you're saying, please give me the second-hand car. Give me the second-hand car. That's what it is like when you come to me with all your prayer requests. You, you get to have, you get to go to the father first. And Jesus came so that to reunite you back with your father. So, and he says, in that day, you will not even ask me. Whatever you ask the father, the father will give you. Even I'm not praying in that day for you. But the father will give you whatever you ask him. And the father's greatest joy is that you come to him. So someone said, what if it's God is not listening? He's not like that. Personal relationship, you just, I, I, I live every day today. Like today, David was driving. We were going to some places. I wanted to go paragliding. Paragliding didn't happen. We did some bunch of things on some trees, hung out things. Two hours were went there. We came back. I was just... Uh, being a son in the car and just sharing life and he's sharing some life and just enjoying being a son and in that I got to share that wow David you know what I'm the will of God perfect will because I was supposed to get on a flight and that didn't happen my desire worked out and something came alive to me and now I can share out of that fullness to you you're just living being a son so I'm not doing I am doing ministry but Jesus sees ministry as you just living your life out as a son I'm not a pastor I'm not a prophet. I have all the fivefold gifts working, but I'm not in the identity of any of them. My identity is that I'm a son, just like you. So imagine we are sitting at a table, lions sitting at a table, all lions. Now see yourself when I say sons sitting at a table, we are not talking about human sons. These are sons of God. That means gods, God kind sitting at a table. Now we're just edifying each other and reminding each other that we are sons. Hello. So if someone calls me and says, pray for me, I said, why? Why do you think that you lost your position? What do you mean by that? Do you think that your father is not hearing you and he'll hear me? Is that what you're saying? And in, in this small thing, you lose your position, microcosm. The spiritual realm sees one person knows he's a son, he's very secure. But the other person isn't secure. He keeps sending all these prayer requests out. So one doesn't get it, one doesn't. It's, it, don't ever lose your ground, the privilege that you have. Rest in it and then you'll see you just show up at a place and things shift. It's because they, it works in small things. I told you in microcosm, you take your position as a son, you rest. And so now you just show up and demons bow down to you. You didn't have to do much. You didn't even have to speak. It's because you, you walk as a son. You know you're a son. I'm not saying I'm a son, I'm a son, I'm a son. I don't say that every day. I just look and it's in my nature. You know, even if you didn't want to believe it, when you got born again, you are, you are who you are because that is the father's testimony about you. Truth doesn't mean today it is and tomorrow it will stop. 
being the truth just because you don't believe. The sun will be yellow whether you believe it or not. Tomorrow, if you choose, I don't believe the sun is yellow. It's not going to be stop being yellow. You and I are suns, born from above, born swargjat. You and I don't stop being swargjat. If you don't believe, also you'll still be swargjat. We just people just get beat up. There is a fight here. There are two realms. I discuss this. If people who are watching for the first time hear the the teachings that we put up on beloved, you came out of one realm into another realm. There is light. There is darkness. God pulled us out of the kingdom of darkness, put us back into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Now you get to have a father, and you know how all the promises and everything works for you is just by resting and not forgetting your swargjat. That's it. It's a rest, and it, it's in a place of rest where all promises become yes and amen for the son. That's why it says, "He who has entered his rest, that is you and me. We've entered his rest." we have ceased from all of god's works that christ did that's why it says after jesus rose again what does it say what did the father do he said sit at my right hand till who makes my enemies till i make your enemies your footstool it's the father who is doing that so even as you're taking this position everything that is coming against you comes under your feet I can't tell you how excited I was to be, and I wanted to go to Manali. I wanted to do so many things, and then suddenly I get this call that I might have to run back. And I was just saying that, wow. And I was actually thinking I'll go, I'll finish up all the work, and then I'll take another flight and go directly to Manali. And I was thinking all all of that, but I was just like, it's so much of khichdi, you know, and just like going and all, and I'm just like, oh, I so don't want to go. That's it. I I so don't want to go. I, the sun, so doesn't want to go. and guess what happened suddenly everything has shifted the sun doesn't want to go okay so now no more shooting cancel <laughs> it'll open up when the sun wants it i'm just saying you're more powerful than you think you are okay and it's sometimes who i am my mind catches catches up to it later on i see who i am work out for me that's why i enjoy all your life is enjoy being loved by the father in all things involve the father in all things involve the father let your dependency be on him i was telling david you know for 3 years when i came into the kingdom i didn't have anybody right that time i was like what is this i don't know i really thought i was weird i thought i was the only person in india who knew jesus because i never met anybody else so i really thought there were no other people like me except me that's why i wanted to go abroad also because i was like indians they have idol worship there's nobody else i really thought i was the only one and my dependency was always on the father so for anything i just had to go to him because if he doesn't tell me what to do i don't know what to do and so it was you know but that place was so good because suddenly what happened was you know when i came out i didn't need people for anything my dependency was never on man like even today when i'm traveling and all my dependency is always on the father so i don't need somebody i don't need when people message me how many message me have a safe trip imagine messaging jesus have a safe trip wherever christ is is safety i am the safety for other people if you are on the plane the plane will not go down because christ is on the plane so wherever you are you are security that place will be the most safest place on the earth be it in iraq be it in afghanistan you will be in the most safest place because you are safety protection is not outside you are in christ wherever the sun is that is that that is rem it's in the blood nothing touches the blood and your whole life now imagine your whole life is in blood relationship with the father now imagine anything co- coming against 
anything that belongs to you, even your phone. I was sharing just before COVID came about, I had a dream in which I saw I was in this tiny room. I was squished in. And then I'm seeing everything, including me, was white. My furniture, my things, everything. And I just saw blood everywhere. Okay. And I knew that the father was saying that everything about your life is in blood relationship with me. Are you understanding? That's why it makes me rest more. Whether it's my car, whether it's my friends I'm hanging out with, whether it's my loved ones, whether it's my phone, whether it's my bag, everything is in blood relationship. That means you can have a rest. Your work, everything, everything is in a blood. Like your, your life as a son is a life of rest. Anyone that tells me that the minute they came into Christ, it's a burden and it's not, it's pain. You've not understood them. The devil has made you think that you, you have to do some things. It's not a weight. It's light. It's easy. You have to take this. You're, you're resting. We go through things because we think we need to do something. And we don't know how to rest. And in every era and every trial, trust me, you're coming into deeper, deeper rest. And you'll only come to rest even as you rest that, yeah, I'm Swarg Jat. I'm Swarg. I'm not Manushya. I'm Swarg. And you start resting in it. And what is, where is the rest coming to your mind? Like, okay, fine, chalo, just chill. Don't go by what you're seeing. Just relax now. And then even as you just calm yourself down, just relax. Do you know that the Holy Spirit that is inside you will do what they're supposed to do? The Holy Spirit is there to do something. And you will see that life manifest out of you. Jesus has never told me to do stuff. You know, he's mostly, every time he reminds me just who I am. And who I am is what? Up from above, from above, from above. Constantly he'll tell me. And then he just tells me one thing. Just chill, relax. Holy Spirit will do. Resurrection life will repel everything. Relax, you're going here, just don't. You're not trying to get something. You are. It's like a dog trying to be a dog. You can't teach a dog to be a dog. He is who he is. So even as I'm waking up, every day I'm just reading who I am. That's it. So that I don't forget who I am. So that I don't act like humans, like Manushya Jat. And start addressing my problems like Manushya. In every conversation, do you know that even in a text message, like for example, now these are such small things, right? Have a safe trip, have things and all. But it's in the microcosm. I'm reminded I'm a son. I'm Swarg Jat. And I take that, yeah, I'm Swarg Jat. Yeah, I'm a son. It's in those small things. I take it. When someone calls me, oh, but I'm Swarg Jat. So I can react something else. No, but in small, maybe I may not miss it, but no, I'm, I, I know. Are you understanding? It's because we do a lot of things out of traditions because Manushya Jat does that. So even we, no, no, no. But don't forget your Swarg Jat. Have you ever sent a condolence to anybody? It's a dead work. Condolence. What does that even mean? Okay. We celebrate life. And so if we are genuinely want, maybe after a month, I don't send condolences to anybody. I might genuinely meet them after a month, sit for coffee and just give some life and enjoyment and celebrate. Because I don't want any dead work, no forwarding, no forward messages. I tell beloved also, right? If you didn't laugh at a joke, please don't forward it. It's pointless. We do everything out of consciousness about being alive and awake about everything that we are doing. So if you are doing hello, yes, hello. I mean it, not just hello. Everything is, and then you'll see suddenly everything is very alive around you because you're conscious. So even someone sending me safe flight, what does that even mean? And so I know that, oh, this is Manush, means I, I understand you're a son, you can do sometimes just like, oh, because it's done as tradition, right? That's fine. But I'm talking about when I am receiving it, I do, I choose to be alive about all things. And so I see it and I'm like, no, but this is, but I'm, I'm someone else. I'm Swarjat. And I, I'm, and the Holy Spirit reminds me every time like that, righteousness, consciousness. It simply means don't forget your son. That's all it means.
what is the simplicity of being a son enjoying your father and all he will do and all holy spirit will do is remind you you're a son what does it mean when you're saying a son please know when you're saying a son don't say i'm a son son of god means god sometimes i just keep saying i'm god i'm god i'm god i know it sounds bad but because i have to remember that because it simply means god kind godliness means god likeness that means not forgetting from above that's why i said set your minds on things above not things that are going on in heaven it means from where i come from that's what that's how you address and that's what jesus does not want you to forget and that's how you address all things in your resting and all that nature and everything that's how you're doing it after some time you realize you're becoming more still more still more still i'm also becoming more still i'm worrying less i'm enjoying more because now i know i don't need to fight the way i win is simply by not forgetting whose i am and that my father is doing all things even as i plonk myself into this rest he is able to work in and through me okay don't ever forget that you're a loved son beloved means that you have to be the object of someone's affection someone really loves you a lot okay and i see in jesus everywhere he constantly keeps showing showing the father dependency on the father that means it's all him in me him in me him in me so then what a rest it's all him in me don't you know that you can't lay a hand don't you know that you can't lay a hand on me unless all that power has been given to you from above oh what a rest i was once taken up in heaven and i saw some things coming to me uh, you know and i uh, i shared this my house didn't have a fence around it. it i was i was given an illustration about something and i was like why why doesn't my house have a fence is because i was told everything fears you you have a fence to protect other things from coming in but i didn't have a fence if you understand is because everything fears you you are the greater one are you understanding wherever you go the enemy is scared of you you know what a fence is right around a house when you put a fence because you don't want other things to enter you don't want the lion to come the bear to come or some bad person to come right that's why you put a fence you're guarding it but think about now jesus having a fence does he need to have a fence he won't is because everything fears him he is the greater one and so i was seeing i didn't have a fence because i was told you don't need one you are the one fear of the lord is coming out of you and everything fears you and then i saw some foxes and i just took a uh, i just sat down and even as i sat down took a position of rest it's it's like i i saw everything come and just shoo everything away and i realized that the father is teaching me that he wants me to rest in who i am if you understand that you are the creator you're one with him then everything around you is subject to you that's why jesus said the uh, the disciples when i said do you know that at your name everything is subject even the demons are subject to your name they know who you are you don't have to prove it okay so i want you to just today rest enjoy being loved and um, i'm going to end that you know i had such a great time in ministry uh, uh, and all i'm i'm learning hindi words here and i'm just saying i'm swarg jat so don't forget what jat you are okay jat you don't do anything it's who you are okay and your jat will do whatever it's supposed to do for you for whatever problem so start resting more uh, so let's just give a spiritual tithe we're going to close in uh, prayer spiritual tithe is basically a thanksgiving of all the increase of all the life that came into you right now into your mind you just woken up right and it's going to get multiplied so just say this after me father i thank you that i'm a son in your kingdom jesus you're my high priest and right now i just give you an offering i give you a thanksgiving of all the increase that you got to me and we just worship you with it right now
Father, I just thank you. I thank you that everyone listening, I thank you that they would just know that they are superior, that they're born from you, born of your womb, just like you. And it's in their nature. It's in their nature of who you say they are. And even as they rest in your nature, in their nature, Father, I thank you that you are able to work perfectly in and through them. I just thank you for this, for this life that you've given, Father. And I just thank you that you're multiplying it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um...